It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Hello to all. Welcome to Divas of Care Network. I am Joyce Benning, and I will be your host for this absolutely invigorating, robust lifestyle show. First of all, on this December morning, I would like to thank each one of our listeners who have tuned in live to our podcast today and the ones that will be listening to the recording. I am just so very grateful for each one of you listeners. And you are all in for a very, very special time today as I have my returning monthly diva with me, Deb Matlock, and her and I are going to chat about wild nature connections during the holidays. Oh, man, is this ever going to be exciting. So, Deb, could you please introduce yourself to our listeners today? Absolutely. I am so excited to be here. I am Deb Matlock, as Joyce just said, and I'm coming to you from Colorado in the USA. And I have a small business called Wild Rhythms, and I focus on deep and sacred connection between earth, animals, and the world of spirit. And I do that through retreats and coaching work and also um, a slew of practitioner trainings for folks who are wanting to incorporate more of that work into their own offerings for clients and communities. Oh, oh, wow. What an exciting career you have. You're touching with with nature and with people and the sacred connection between it all. I just love it. Oh, wow. That is beautiful, Deb. And how well that fits in what you do on a daily basis on what we're going to talk about today on the wild nature connections during the holidays. And as we bring that in, what are what are some of the first thoughts that come to your mind when you're thinking about the wild nature connections at this time of the year? You know, I, I, I'm so excited for this topic because I think that, that this time of year there, there are so many opportunities for connecting consciously with, with high awareness to the, the wild world around us and the animals in our lives. And also at the same time, there is so much going on and a lot of that can easily take us out of those wild rhythms and those wild connections and, you know, all of a sudden we're finding our schedule full of things and we're, we're driving ourselves in, into the ground in some cases, you know. And so I think the first thing that comes to mind is, is that consciously pausing and saying, what are the wild rhythms, the natural patterns that happen in the world this time of year? You know, whether we are in the northern hemisphere where we are, are moving into the winter and the shorter days and the, the you know, darker, um, you know, less sunlight, or we're in the southern hemisphere where we're bouncing into our, our summer and our, our, you know, lots of sunlight and lots of um, life and vibrancy around us, I think it's, it's about consciously saying, okay, what's actually going on in the world around me? And, and how do I feel that in my own in my own body and in my own life? And and how can I be aware of that when there's a thousand and one things on my to-do list and parties and company coming in and, you know, all the things that can, can pile up at this time of year? Oh, yes. How, how we can all get uh, wrapped up in the hustle and bustle and overlook 
the wild rhythms that are happening outside and all around us. Just like this morning, I was busy taking care of the horses, feeding, cleaning pens, and I just stopped and breathed for a moment and thought, the birds were singing so beautiful. And I thought, okay, now just take that moment and enjoy that music that is coming from them rather than thinking, oh, i gotta, I got to get all this done and when I get again, I need to get this done. And just step back a moment, breathe, and listen to what's happening around you. And, I mean, it's just amazing. And I have little kitties and how they are running around and playing with one another and running in and out of the barn. and It's just taking those moments is how I feel to just breathe and step back from the hustle bustle and just look around at what's happening around you in nature. And, and I loved how you said in the different, different all around the world, there's different things happening because some of them, like here in Kansas, we're in the shorter days and the colder weather. And you, you were talking earlier how you're going to get snow in Colorado. And yet some others are in the warmer climates. So it's just so interesting to me how it's all a full circle where we can see warm weather, we can see cold weather. It's just all around the whole universe and just taking those moments to connect it all with the wild animals that are out there too in nature. Yeah, and I love how you you were mentioned, you know, the shorter days there in Kansas as well. And I think the changing light is one of the ways that we can really easily let ourselves step into that, the wildness of this time of year and that nature connection because, you know, you think about the the traditions around the holidays of, you know, especially in the northern hemisphere where it's candles and lights and all the things, you know, came from places in the world where the the days were short and dark. And so even lighting a candle, like a Christmas candle or a Hanukkah candle or you know, there's a piece of that that connects to the sun if we allow ourselves to think of it that way. And, and there's a piece of it that says, oh, right, you know, we are wild beings and we are we are looking towards light, even as it's getting dark at 4 in the afternoon. And I don't know about you, but this time of year, by 7 or 7.30, I'm ready for bed. And in June, I would never feel that way at 7 or 7.30. You know, I'd, feel like I'd, you know, I'd be having dinner at that point. And it's just mm-hmm. such a beautiful reminder of, of all of these cycles, and and it's everywhere around us. It's, it's just a matter of saying, I'm going to notice that and, and reflect on that and and maybe even allow myself to find some poetry or, or some music or things that, that, that make me feel that kind of connection, even just to the light, even if that's the only place we have time and energy to focus on. It's, it's pretty profound. Yes. Oh, I love that, how you said to even light a candle, and in that light, you're connecting to the sun. Even though it may be done at at dark, at night, how that light brings into the room or into where you lit that candle. I, I love that, because that is something so simple that we can do, and anyone can do it. I mean, whether you're living in a big city or living out in the country, you can light that candle and feel that light that is coming from it and connect to nature and the wild rhythms through that. Oh, that I love that. And another thing that always comes to mind when I think of darkness is 
the beauty, there is just something about on a cold night, out clear night outside, the stars and are so bright. It is it is just like if there's a crispness in the air and it's just beautiful and we had a full moon here the other night and oh my word. It was just it was it was like it was lighting up everything. It was just gorgeous. But there I've always been I don't know, it just intrigues me or it's just magical to me to be out when it's on a cold night like that and just see how bright the stars are and the beauty that's all around, even in the darkness. And if you have, if you are within then and come in and light a candle, you can bring that light then right with you from the darkness of those bright stars and just kind of incorporate it all together is how I think about it. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. You know, I love that you brought that up because, you know, that's exactly how here in Colorado, the colder the night, you know, if there's not a cloud cover, it's usually a little colder. I think the clouds kind of keep some of the day heat in a little longer. And so it's it's these amazing nights, these clear, like you said, crisp and cool. And this is a place where we can also allow ourselves to step, step into the wildness of the season and say, okay, you know what, it's cold out there, but I am going to bundle up and go out for a few minutes just so that I can look at the stars. And sometimes, I mean, I love doing that, and there are still nights where it's like, ooh, it's really going to be chilly. But it's so worth it. So I think that's another a beautiful place we can we can say to ourselves, okay, you know what, I can push my comfort a little bit because it's going to be so worth it to see the sky full of stars or the moon, you know, doing whatever light show it's doing, depending on where it is in the month, you know. Um, and then run back in and warm up, you know. Right. <laughs> Go back in and have that cup of hot chocolate that you were thinking of having before you went out. You're really going to enjoy it then when you come back in. <laughs> That's right, exactly. <laughs> oh, well, and I always think to snowflakes, they are just they are just magnificent because I always feel when you really look at them, there's no two snowflakes alike. They're just they're they're in such beauty as they come down, especially if you. Get, catch a snowfall where there's no wind and it's just gently laying down on the ground and on the trees and it is it is really beautiful i mean i know snowfall can be it can be treacherous roads and it it's more care to take care of the animals but sometimes you just have to step back and see the beauty that is in that snowfall that is coming down and oh it it is it is gorgeous <laughs> Oh, you know, you're reminding me of, of when I was a, a child. I had a, one of my jacket, winter jackets for a couple of years until I outgrew it. It was a, a darker blue. Uh-huh. And I remember I would stand outside and just hold my arm up because it was, it was dark enough that the snowflakes would, I could see them. And like you said, if there wasn't a lot of wind and if it was cold enough that the flakes weren't kind of melting before they hit the ground, you know, that kind of. And I would just look and it would be such a delight to see the different snowflakes you know, the shapes and the, the just the styles. And, and so that's something else we can do even as adults, you know. I, I love that you brought that up because I'm remembering this memory now of when I was about 10. Um, but we can we can say, okay, what, what do I have that's a darker clothing or something that's, you know, a solid color that I can just hold my arm up if we're in a place yeah. where there's snow? And just see, are we, is it the kind of snow where we can actually see the beauty of these little crystals? Because it might be, and it's such a treat and a delight when it is, you know, it's like it's like a giddy moment of, oh, look, look, I can tell, I can tell. And it's free <laughs> and it's accessible, like you said, anywhere that it's snowing. It's big city, you know, rural, 
um, community, I mean, it doesn't matter. If it's snowing and it's the right conditions, we can do that. And they can give ourselves that little gift of connection and, and a moment of awe and, and, you know, marveling at the beauty of it all. Yes. Oh, I so agree. And like you said, it doesn't matter where you're, where you're located. It's just enjoying the snow, enjoying the cold night and seeing the stars. You can do it from, you can do it if you're living in an apartment building in the city and step out on your balcony or just step out for a moment and see the beauty that is around by just taking that moment. And it can be done anywhere. And I always feel that's kind of too what brings the whole full circle of web together because we're all under the same sky and we all can see that beauty that is right up there above us no matter where we are. And even if it's a warm night and you're in a warmer climate, the stars are beautiful there too on a warm night too. It's so either either way we can we can feel it all in no matter where we're located and where where we happen to be living at this point in our life. <laughs> yeah, and I think you know what you're bringing up what, what it's making me think of is that it's just it's just a conscious choice. You know, mm-hmm. and and I think with the holidays and all the stuff that that adds to the plate of of busyness and and good and bad, you know, it's, it's lovely connecting with people and whatever the traditions are and it also can be exhausting depending on what's going on. But, you know, there's that, we can make that conscious choice of saying, I am not going to lose my awareness and my connection to what's going on in the wild world. I may be running around doing something, you know, I may be not outside for several hours because I'm in a kitchen or, you know, but I'm going to, I'm going to find the moments no matter where I am, no matter what season it is where I am and just keep that connection alive. You know, I know for me, that's also um, what helps me get through the holidays. You know, it's, yeah. it's, I do get very exhausted. I mean, I love I love parts of it, and and also I'm I'm a pretty introverted person, and so it's a lot more a- engagement than I might have in a normal month. You mm-hmm. know, and mm-hmm. and it's those are the moments that also keep me sane and keep me grounded and feeling like myself and not like I've, you know, just sort of forgotten what I need. And, and, you know, what my rhythms are this time of year, too, because our rhythms are also part of wild nature, you know. And so some people, it, their rhythms may be, be all about getting out and connecting and, and going to as many parties and going out to caroling and going out to – and other people, it, it might be that their rhythms are about really preserving some of that that personal quiet space and um, or a combination. But I think if we allow ourselves to also acknowledge that our rhythms matter and we – we can take what we can do what we need to do and that also helps our connection with with the wildness that is all around us and in us oh oh so true that it that is beautifully said i just love that how you said we need to recognize our own wild rhythms and just because someone else may love to go to all the parties and maybe love all that hustle and bustle that doesn't mean that we are different because we don't like it we are just made unique with our own wild rhythms inside of us. That, And we need to keep that, to me, at the forefront to acknowledge that because when you let your inner rhythms shine, how you're going to shine them across the whole world and spread that light to others rather than trying to be someone that your rhythms really aren't. You, You have to, I always feel you need to do what you feel from the heart. 
And if being a little more introverted is is you, then that's what you need to be. And when you're with others, your light's going to shine absolutely beautiful because you're not trying to be someone else that you aren't. And I loved how you said that, and that's what came to my mind when you said that about recognizing our own wild rhythms. And along with that, I'd like to also say, remember your domesticated animals during this time because sometimes they can get lost in all the hustle bustle and they still need your love, your attention. They have their own wild rhythms that they're showing to you too. Just like this morning, my border collie, I was busy cleaning pens and here he was right beside me. He needed some love right at that time and I'm like, okay, you need attention now. Worse than what I'm doing needs to be done. It's time to take a moment and love you. <laughs> I'm so glad you brought that up. Yeah, because that, that was actually um, something that, uh, you know, I was hoping we would get to today. Because, yeah, I think, you know, extra parties, extra stimulus, um, mm-hmm. different foods laying around. And, you know, like how do we how do we look at all of this through their eyes? And, you yeah. know, you know, like I, people, you know, leaving a, a plate of cookies on a table and then getting upset with the dog for stealing the cookies. Maybe don't put the cookies where the dog can get them. You know, like little mm-hmm. things because our animals are, they're dealing with all the stimulus of all of this as well. And and for them, you know, they don't necessarily have the added benefit of fully understanding it. You know, like it's it's uh, we understand the holiday season. We understand that there's going to be this, that, and the other going on, and it's going to be over on this date, and we can all kick back and put up our feet. And, you know, for them, they, they may not have that kind of intellectual comprehension of it, right. but they sure as heck have the sensory comprehension of it. And, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, party after party where people, their dogs are just left at the mercy of all the guests, for example. And, you know, I've been to parties over the years where I was looking at the dog, and I mean, this dog would really rather be in a bedroom right now with a nice little two mm-hmm. and quiet, you know. So I think yeah. I love that you brought that up, asking ourselves, you know, what do they need to keep their sense of themselves intact as we go through our all of our human experiences. Um, and some of them love it. I mean, I've had dogs that were just like, people, yay, you know, packages, yay. Yeah. And others that it was the most stressful thing ever. <laughs> so mm-hmm. they're all different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're, they're all different. And... They're just like us people, and I believe we need to, I feel we need to recognize that and feel for them, too, on what's going to make them the most comfortable through the holidays, too, because they they play such an important part in our lives. They are our family, for me, and they live more in the present moment, and they're not thinking of that this is all going to be over with in a week and then we'll be back to more of a normal life. They're right there in that present moment. And whatever they feel the most comfortable with, it brings to mind some friends have left their dogs at the kennel and not explaining to them really what's happening and maybe not taking some, I know some kennels will allow you to bring a blanket or something, something from home that makes them feel a little more secure and letting them know that, uh, telling them, I'll be back. I'm I'm real big at telling my dogs. If I leave for an hour or two, I say, I'll be back in a couple hours. You'll be okay. And I think it's so important to tell them that you're coming back for them and even give them a time frame. Maybe they, their time and our time don't relate the same, but 
at least let them know you're coming back and leave something with them that makes them feel a little more secure than just putting them into a strange place and walking away. So I I wanted to share that too because I know a lot of dogs are at, left at with at kennels and different daycare places during these times because people are traveling where they can't always take them with them. So just, or any of your pets, just make sure you're keeping them in your mind too as you're going through all of this process of the holidays. Yeah, and you bring up, I I, I do the same thing, even if I'm just running out to the grocery store. I'll I'll say to my animals, Mm -hmm. I'll be back about 45 minutes, you know, and Mm -hmm. and I think, honestly, I see it make a difference. You know, when my partner has left without saying goodbye, I've I've noticed at times, you know, a dog will wake up from a nap and go looking around for him, but if he goes and takes that 10 seconds to say, you know, I'm I'm taking off, I'll see you later, I've seen it with my own eyes. It's absolutely true, and the other thing that I think is is um, really important is that we can, you know, we can keep our heart connection with our animals even if we're not together. So, so if somebody's traveling and their dog is being cared for in another place, you know, it can take it doesn't take very much effort to close your eyes and just picture the love in your heart connecting with the with your dog and wherever they are, you know. And um, can I prove that that works? I can't. But have I have I seen enough things anecdotally that make me think it does? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And so that's something else we can do that might help make their experience a little calmer, you know, a, a little bit more of a sense of, okay, my person, I'm still connected. I'm, you know, they are actually going to come back like they said, you know. And what's the worst is yeah. if you do that, it doesn't work. Well, it wasn't like anything bad happened, right? You just sent love out into the universe, mm-hmm. so. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Oh, I love that because I told I adopted the daughter that when she left her dog at the kennel, I said, "When just send some love to him because I said, probably when you're thinking about your dog, he's thinking about you. And I said, there's your heart connection that you can just send some love. It doesn't cost anything. It doesn't but a moment to do it. And yeah, do I know that it helps? I mean, I can't say definitely, but it will make me feel better in my heart to do it. I'll even do it when I'm running errands. I'll think about my dogs and say, I'm I'm just about home. I'm getting closer now. And yeah. So whether or not it helps, it doesn't take anything to do it other than just your mind thinking about it. Yeah, I love that. I think that, yeah, I hear you. I do the same thing. I'm like, I'll be home in about 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so I think those little things that we can to be attentive to their needs and their behavior patterns and knowing that they're also going to be impacted by the, the shorter light or the longer light or whatever, you know, wherever we are in the world. Mm-hmm. And, and um, you know, that all of those same things, I think sometimes they're even more in tune to that than we are. In fact, most of the time I think they are more in tune, at least for me I know they are. And, oh, yeah. you know, how do I how do I honor that? You know, like my mm-hmm. my sweet little dog that she's about fifteen now. She she's going to bed. She's putting herself in bed about seven or seven thirty now. You know, so yeah. I don't want to do something in the house that's going to make her have to spring awake at eight thirty or nine. You know, like it's I want to respect <laughs> her her process too. Of course, I'm tired yeah. then as well, so it works out well. <laughs> <laughs> it works out well for all of us. Yeah, I I hear you too because my fifteen year old girl, she's usually laying down. She'll eat want to eat about 6, 6.30, and then she's ready to lay down, and she's done for the night. And I'm like, that's fine. I'll I'll keep it as quiet as possible in here because you deserve your rest and your time too. 
Exactly. That's right. Oh, and I I just feel that's that's all of us connecting with the wild rhythms, the wild rhythms in our domesticated animals, as well as the wild rhythms in ourselves with nature, because nature's the like around here the days are shorter, so we're we're getting darkness a whole lot earlier. But that's just that's part of the wild rhythm that is all making the full circle web of everything and all the trees that have lost their leaves now. And it's just, to me, it's just part of a cycle of showing the wild rhythms of everything that's happening in the universe. And as each season changes, we just kind of go through that web and that full circle of being all together and connected. Yeah, I I absolutely agree, and I, and I think there's such an empowering piece for all of us if we consciously let ourselves stay focused at least a little bit on that uh, mm-hmm. during this time of year where there's so much, like you said, the hustle and bustle, which we always hear about, but it's real. You know, it's a real thing, and and if we if we allow ourselves to step back a little bit and just breathe and just like you said, you know, soak it in, go outside at night, go. You know, take a moment when your dog is leaning into you saying, hey, could you notice me? Let's, um, you know, enjoying in the patterns that the, the wild animals around us are, are doing. You know, some of the animals we may be familiar with may have left our areas, you know, to go to warmer places with more food, whereas other ones may be coming now. You know, like I know here in Colorado we've got a lot of, of birds that have left, and we're also the, the place where some of the birds from, from more north hang out because we're warm and balmy compared to where they were for the <laughs> summer, you know. And so we've got we've got eagles and we've got more geese. And, you know, I live by a lake, and, and I love this time of year because we just have a big flock of geese that live up at the lake. And late at night and even early in the morning, if I go outside, I can just hear them chattering away up there. And, you know, at maybe 4 in the morning, and they are all just going for, you know, some kind of big yeah. conversation. And I miss them when they're not here in the summer months, you know. Yeah. So it's it's like we can find those little connection points of joy of when some of our wild neighbors may be different than they were a few months ago. Um, but it's so nice to see those patterns, too, and, and who's coming back. Yeah. Oh, yes, I agree. That's like the geese flying over us now hidden south to a little bit warmer land. And I'm like, oh, I just love them. I hear them in the sky, and I'd love to look at their formations. And I always tell them, have a safe flight, geese. (laughs) I love it. Well, Deb, I knew this would go so quickly because there's so many things to talk about. What are some final uh, golden nuggets you would like to leave with our listeners today as we close this chat today? You know, I think if if we all were to say, all right, I'm gonna t- today, I I'm gonna go out and I'm gonna pay attention to something wild that only happens this time of year. You know, maybe it's a certain way the ice freezes on the branches. Maybe it's a certain way the constellations appear in the sky. Maybe it's the days of being shorter. Just just letting ourselves saying to ourselves, let let me go find something today that maybe I didn't notice yesterday but it is a, a wildness that only happens this time of year. And just let ourselves take a moment to, to tap into it, deepen into it, and, and feel how that that wildness is reflected also in ourselves. Yes. In our animals oh, that we live with. Yeah. 
Oh, I love it, Deb. That was a beautiful golden nugget. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. And I want to wish you some just marvelous, magical holidays this year, and you and your animal families. <laughs> you as well, absolutely, and all the listeners too. Um, my very, very best as we close out 2022 and head into 2023. Oh, Definitely, definitely, and they have lots to look forward to as you and I chat more in 2023 about some more interesting topics. So thank you so much, Deb, for being my guest today, and you have a magical day. You too. Thank you. You're welcome. And I want to thank all of our listeners for listening to this absolutely incredible interview with an amazing diva, Deb Matlock, Please share this show with all your family and friends. Check out all the other hosts and their shows on DivasAtCare.com. And remember what Deb said, take just a few moments and find the wildness in nature, in yourself, and in your own animals too. So just take that moment and you will be amazed at what a magical day it will give to you. And remember, be kind to all. Give your animals that great big extra hug and share all your love with them until we connect again on Robust Lifestyle. Stay strong and healthy. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course on divasthatcare.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.